There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hello, Disney lovers. Hello. It is Stacy and Georgina. And together we are Disney, Disney Grown, Grown Up. Up. And welcome to this bonus episode. Oh, welcome. Ooh. Welcome. First <laughs> bonus episode. Oh, excited. Very excited. And I'm ready to rage. Uh, today, <laughs> <laughs> that sets the tone <laughs> sets for the what's tone. about to happen. Being very clear about <laughs> what this is, the direction in which this is going to go. Uh, look. We're just going to jump in on all of this hype yeah. about The Lion King. Mm. We saw it and we have feelings. We have many feelings. And today is about healing. <laughs> it's about letting out those feelings. Just putting them out into the world. And seeing what happens. And just seeing what happens. Hopefully it's healing. Hopefully we Hopefully. feel better at the end. I don't it's know. It's a therapeutic measure. This is it. <laughs> this is how we deal with our lives. Cathartic. Who knows? But look, we did see it and we do have feelings. And um, mm. we have we did post on Facebook and Instagram <laughs> we did have a- um, just after we saw it about our, our general feelings. Mm. Uh, and we had a, some interesting discussion on the Facebook we page have particularly. We did have an um, interesting response. Around people's different opinions. Mm. Um, but look, let's just, let's just discuss it. Let's, let's just get in with it. Let's just get it out. So there. first, overall, one word to sum up, Stacey. What did you think of the Lion King? Trash. <laughs> <laughs> it's a strong choice of words. I stand by it. <laughs> I stand by it. I did not have to think about it for a single second. Yeah, that was there was no hesitation. What about you? I would say unnecessary. Oh, unnecessary. Is, is the predominant feeling I yeah. walked away with and what I've said in lot when I've discussed it with people since. Yeah. It just <laughs> there's no reason for this movie no to reason. be made. And um look, we my husband was there with mm. us when we when we saw it and I think he he had a good point when he was saying that it was like a tribute band. Yeah. This movie was like a tribute band approach to the original. We do the exact same as the original, <laughs> but just not as good. Just not as good. You don't change anything up. You've no. not put your own spin on it. You're no. still trying to be it. But it's just not. It's just not quite as, as good. good. <laughs> yeah, that's a good and way I, to put it. Look, I think, look, the movie itself, The Lion King, the mm. original and Original best, Lion King. It is incredibly iconic. It is. So the second you start to mess with that, you're, you're already going to have people offside. Yeah. Myself included. Yeah. Because... It is, look, is it is an incredible movie, and trying to mess with that and do a different interpretation, particularly because all of the early indications mm. were that this was just going to be a shot-for-shot remake, but using mm. this new technology. Yes, um, and I think that's that's what 
annoyed me the most about it. Mm. I mean, and it is hard, right? Because you take something iconic and you change it, people are mad. You keep it the same, people are mad. Yeah, exactly. It's difficult to find that sweet spot in between. Mm. But I think you at least have to try and do something different with it. Otherwise, what's the point? And I I think this is – and there's a growing feeling and we will dedicate a – panel discussion mm. specifically to the live, live actions action, themselves um you know kind of space that we are in um but i think when you when you see a movie like that and you see it being released your first thought is going to be well that's just a cash grab yeah the only reason to make that is to make as much money as possible on nostalgia yeah um, not to add anything of value not to tell um, a story that needs to be told, just literally getting money off people. People love this the first time, they'll love it the second time. Yeah, and I, and I think there's a growing kind of disillusion mm. um, because of that, because of these choices that are seemingly motivated by money and not by um, storytelling mm. or, you know, anything of, 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 substance. of substance. And that's, I mean, and I, I'm not saying it is all shot for shot, Mm. Because there are moments that are different, mm. um, but it takes a long into the movie before you get that. Mm. The only real difference that I had of note was when was Timon and Pumbaa, and they kind yeah. of had obviously let them just riff on whatever in, they were in doing. the vein of the in original. the vein the original because that's what they did in the original. They just most of their dialogue was just improved. Yeah, and look, there was some nice. And so there were some nice little bits. moments for that. But those were my favourite moments were those bits that they was like, oh, it's a little bit different. And it's it, more modern. Like the, their lingo and dialogue is more modern. Yeah. To the era where it's like everything else is just stock standard the same. Yeah. And I think that's the, the difficulty is the um, like, okay, cool. They updated that. But did they need to? Yeah. And the, the fact being that like that, where it's like a fresh, mm. was kind of like, oh, okay. And then you're back to just being angry because <laughs> you're just was looking like, at the oh, same thing. Yep, okay, um, back we go. Again, and, and I think even down to the voice casting. I mean, if, I mean, when you're going to do a redo of The Lion King, the first thing is going to be like, well, you can't have anyone other than James L. Jones be Mufasa. Yeah. That voice pairing is just deeply iconic. Mm. And I think... It is a good and a bad thing that they recast him. Yeah. It is good in that that is he is Mufasa mm. and he's iconically so. But bad in that it's just like it's kind of like Disney accepting and yeah. going, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's going to be the same. It has to be the same because that's really iconic. And, and it, in a way it's kind of them like defeating the purpose of doing a new version. Yeah. Because if you're going to do a new version, then you do a new version. Do a completely different take on it yeah so that was frustrating and i mean again this is a thing that all the live actions remakes have the issue with is they're casting like famous voice people yes which obviously <laughs> famous voice people famous <laughs> actors i could have no, also no, said I got you. I um, got you. but i mean and obviously a lot of the original disney movies there weren't people of note in the voices yeah um or if they were it wasn't like oh, Matthew Broderick is this. Like it was all about the Lion King. Yeah. So I think that feels different in terms of they're such iconic voices for things and they're like, okay, well, we want you Mm. to be you. Yeah. Like I feel like that's what they did with Beyonce. They're like, we want you as Beyonce Nala, but we just want you as Beyonce. You're not actually going to play Nala. You're just going to 
casting. Be Beyonce. And look, Power to Disney, very, very good choice. A lot of people of colour in this yes. movie, in the voice cast. Excellent. Which is brilliant. And I think that is um, – that's a really good thing mm. that shows that, you know, that, okay, they're acknowledging that. But then we have – like, and look, Donald Glover's performance, mm. I didn't mind. I thought he I did didn't mind him. Because he's an actor. Yeah. Um, and he's played lots of really different characters. Yeah. Um, and so he, for him, betray, he was a portrayal of Simba. It wasn't yeah, Donald it Glover. it wasn't him being himself. And in fact – um, there were times that I, I was trying to listen for the Donald Glover-iness. Yeah. Um, and it was a little hard to find at times, which mm. is good. I think he did a really good representation of – there was only one time I was like, oh, yeah, that's Donald Glover. Um, but I think he did a really good I job. Think, I think he was great. I think he was true to the work. Mm. Um, but I agree with you. Beyonce was just, oh, let's just throw her in. To be have Beyonce in because the movie. Beyonce – Bay is clever to write a song that's nowhere near necessary. Look, when they did announce her casting, I was like, ooh, does that mean we're going to get Shadowlands? Yeah, I thought we'd get Shadowlands, which from the musical, if if our listeners don't know. Yeah, so it's from the musical adaptation. Which um, is a stunning song. It's based on the instrumental piece, Shadowlands, which was in the original movie. movie. Mm. And it's a beautiful song and it has – lovely intention it, it fills out her character as far as why she is leaving yeah the pride to go and find help and that um and it feeds in that uh, deep longing for mm. home um but having to leave in order to do yeah. the right thing and it's a great song and when they announced you know i was like yes i'm like okay it's probably gonna have a, way too many runs in it than i would like but <laughs> but it will be there that's Good. cool it's a cool song it's a nice little piece mm-hmm. for her but then, but then, no, no, and I was waiting we were really for really let down. And then she's doing the little sneaky thing out of the pride, which was a new scene, and I didn't, I didn't hate it. No, I didn't hate the little sneaky sneak out. I didn't hate out. that little like showing her leaving. Yeah. Okay. But um, no, Charlotte. And I was like, this is the time. This is when she's gonna sing the song. Nope. Um, and then Instead, so I'm, like, I'm like, I'm sure there's a new Bay song in here. I'm sure there's there's something for her to sing. Otherwise, why would she sign on to this project? Yeah. And then we get spirit, spirit trash, <laughs> <laughs> and it's just it feels like it's just been jammed into the movie as well. Like, oh is. no! Oh no! We got to this point. We haven't put Beyonce's song in. Oh no! Oh no! Quickly! Because they're running quickly. It's just jammed in, and it made no oh. sense. And like I, you spend most of that scene like, <laughs> what's trying going to figure on? out what the hell is happening? It's just, oh. it's not good. And, and I, I mean, the song itself is a fine song. <laughs> is it? It just, I didn't say good. <laughs> I said fine. Look, it's not the worst song I've ever heard in my life. But it's not the song that goes in that movie at that point in time. It is not. I also just think it's a really terribly written song. <laughs> anyway, but that's fine. We can agree to disagree on that. But it didn't. Ha- it had no place. It no, had no is, place in this film. No. If it was an over credit song at the end, I'd be like, oh. and again, this is oh, where yeah. when you're making decisions for money and you're making decisions to put mm. this really famous singer in your movie, and you're like, oh, we have to give her something to do. You're not being true to the story. If yeah. you're not motivated by serving the story, then. It's not okay. And and the audience, they're not dumb. Your audience yeah. isn't stupid. Look, there are a lot of people who have enjoyed this movie and whatever. I understand that mm. humans 
have many different opinions <laughs> and, <laughs> and they will like what not, they like look, and that's fine. I get and that's it. fine if you have liked this movie as well. I mean, I have <laughs> opinions on you if you like this movie, but that's, but that's fine. fine. And I mean, again, like it. children. I can understand why children would like this movie. That's yes. fine. But, but if you're making decisions based on money mm. and, and appeasing a star – then that's, that's, that's not the right You're not serving the story. No. And that should be your first and foremost priority when you are telling a story, when you're mm. in the creative industry. And that is your... Again, a thing that really annoyed me, and we're, we're sticking with the music theme now, mm. be prepared. The travesty. That was a disgrace. Disgrace. We were in the movie theatre. People probably hated us. We were like, What? <laughs> What? Because I was like, oh, yeah, here it's come. Oh, they've changed the first bit. And then it just stopped. It is. And then it just stopped. The best song. It is one of the greatest Disney songs. But if you're going to listen to a song from The Lion King. That's it. That's Well, the, I mean Circle of Life. Circle of Life, arguably. okay. But then that. Sure. But probably, really, be prepared. That's the banger. But the because I was reading up about it and I was like, why did they cut it? Mm. And they were like, oh, he couldn't sing it. <laughs> and I'm like, why cast someone? Well, Scar's got one song. Get and someone really, who can sing it. Look, Jeremy Irons, original. Yeah. He couldn't really sing, sing well. But he He's spoke, sung it very enough good to actor. make it work. Yes. And look, friend of the podcast, Jim Gummings, <laughs> personal hero. Personal. He just came in and saved the day on, on he's that. Like, because he's like, I got you. Because he is a vocal genius. Yeah. And and came in when, when Jeremy couldn't. And that's just part of animation mag- magic. But again, but so still, if you really want someone's voice for that and they can't sing it. performance is still great. So yeah, still someone great to dub it. It's animated. No one will know if you swap, swap in a different person. Or just cast a person who can sing who it. Who can do it. I mean, same with Jolly Pumba. Oh, Seth Ma- Rogen. Seth Rogen. Don't even... <laughs> Like, okay, so in fact, like Pumper doesn't need to sing that much, right? But then lean into the joke of how terrible he is rather than make him trying to sing good and it's just be painful for everyone's ears. Auto tune in. It was offensive. was it was offensive. It was like I was I was like I don't think my ears can that deal was with this anymore. Physical assault, and I feel like I needed (laughs) to be cleansed for the trauma of that. Of that. Awful auto But clearly that couldn't have been a good time for Seth Rogen either. Be like, oh, no, mate, I can't do it. And the thing is, again, and I get fed up with the whole thing of like the stereotyping, you know, we need this this archetype. So we'll just get this one actor who like does that role all the time. And look, Seth, cool. Nothing against him personally. Fine. But he's not the only person who exists There's in the world who so could have done that. So many other people that could have also been a credible warthog. Like it's not a, like such and a distinctive set of skills that like, it had to be Seth Rogen. And I think, like you were saying before, about how would he feel when he just couldn't do, do it. what the role required? And yeah. he did some reading about you know Pharrell was <laughs> trying to like was trying to get him to sing like one note, was like bashing his head against the wall. <laughs> like he was that's so the story. Unable he was so, to. Um, and really, that's unfair to Seth. That's unfair to him. But I mean, at the end of the day, he took the job because well, yeah, money. Because money. But, you know, and Disney. Even I mean, you yeah. can't say no to Disney. But, yeah, that was really just disappointing. Particularly when, like, um, guy playing Timon, what's his name? 
Billy on the streets. I don't oh, know his last I, name. I know, yeah. He's I, in Parks and Rec. He's he's great. Billy Eichner. Eichner, yeah, there we go. But, like, he could sing very well. So you've also got you, – they clearly mm. with him didn't just decide to go, oh, he's a comedian, off you go. Yeah, yeah. So I think the contrast between them as well was like, oh, yeah. you're ruining this. And there's so many other – talented actors that could do it and that's what annoys me more than the fact that they couldn't sing it's Mm. that there should have been someone put in that role and in a movie like this and this is the other thing that gets me about and i know we're going to do an episode on stunt casting at some point about putting people into a movie like this Mm. which is going to always make money yes it will always make money it doesn't matter who you have in these roles it would make money. It would make money. So why do you, you have need to, to build hype for it? Yeah, and why do you have to have every single role have someone who has an established career? Why not find somebody and give this make this movie yeah. a vehicle for somebody new to give break into else the some industry success. and to learn from mm. other people who have been in the industry? I mean, that's part of the the power of Disney that it can mm. do that. It can launch a career for somebody. Yeah. Well, so why give us a subpar performance when it could do that? Yeah, like because they did that with like the girl who played Moana and stuff. So like they yeah. can do it. So like they, they have haven't. done it, but I don't know. And that's again a whole thing on stunt casting. But that was one of my biggest pet hates with this movie was yes, yeah, Scar and Puma, who have to sing iconically. Mm. Can't. And I think also what they did with the staging of those songs. Again, oh. be prepared. That Villain, was just... lime green, steam. <laughs> where is it? Right, where Nothing. is it? Not there. Nothing. Oh, no. We'll just have this stagnant standing on a rock and then we'll just kind of like lumber over another couple of rocks and then we'll just cut the song in half. Because that's what a real lion would do. And that's the thing that they were like, oh, we want to make it so realistic. But in doing that, you've taken out all of the magic that makes they that made the movie cool. The like, storytelling. Be prepared, for example, like Scar's scene up on the rocks and he's jumping around the and like you said, the green and it's smoke like, and that. Because a scene builds with the song. As a song yeah. builds, a scene builds. And it becomes a spectacle. And that's what makes him such a really, you know, and, and that villain song – and there's some really good villain songs in the Disney canon and, and that was one of them, one the, of the best. One of the greatest. Um, and you have that and and you know you're meant to not like Scar and you know he's really despicable um, and we see the extent to which he goes for his ambition yeah. but he's really likeable in that song. But you call also, yeah, have to you like, like a villain. You're like you understand why the hyenas are swayed by him. Like yeah. it's that kind of thing. And he just wasn't very – he wasn't a very commanding or convincing And, I mean, this leader. is the thing, right? So, original Scar is so kind of like, yes, he's so terrible, but he's also very charismatic. Very. He's got that kind of like smarmy villain feel, mm. which is so great. And, and biting sarcasm. Yeah. And, like, you can see why he want to be king because he's like, you know, he clearly is technically the more intelligent, whatever. But this scar is just like, I got a, I got a manky mane. Like that's it. Like that's all I got from him. His I character design. Oh, he it looks- just offended me. It offended me to have to look at him. He looked like he'd been put in the dryer. <laughs> 
Looks like a and child had gone at him with, with like, scissors. Like, you know, children give each other's haircut. That's what it was. <laughs> Simbad, ch- somehow I got the scissors and he given him a trim. Chunky and tattered. But and his face shape was weird as well. I oh. don't know. It was just none of it was good. And none of it was – I've got some quality memes we will be posting because <laughs> some really good ones. So instead of giving him this, like, look of, like, mm. yes, he should be king, it's just, like, why would anyone want that? <laughs> like, why? And I think this is part of the the trouble with this movie that had was kind of the writing on the wall before they even started anything mm. was this – Oh, we have to make it as realistic as possible. Yes. Look, did they create realistic looking animals? Yes. To a point, <laughs> there were significant parts of those animals missing. Yes. <laughs> well, it's just, I mean, I don't know whether you guys looked closely enough, but no, no buts. No buts. <laughs> but no buts. No buts. No genitalia. <laughs> Let's have realistic animals. But no, that's too much. That's too much that's for too a child's much. movie. I can't have that. I'm surprised they didn't put like pants on them just to be <laughs> like, <laughs> we can't have it. Now that's a movie I want to see. <laughs> Liking with pants. Liking <laughs> with pants. <laughs> Well, yeah, but why? Yeah. Why? If you're making the choice to make it hyper-realistic, whatever they call it nowadays, oh. <laughs> no buts. And then don't, don't, um, don't storyboard it so that the characters are very <laughs> clearly seen from behind. from behind. Well, see, they did that so you wouldn't see their mouths because it looks really weird <laughs> when they talk. <laughs> They're like, oh, no, this isn't working quickly from behind. Oh, but we can't have a butt. Oh, quick, smooth it out. I bet you that's what happened in the meetings. I bet you anything. They're like, oh, no, we've made a huge mistake. Oh, well, from behind, Can you imagine above, that, from that, above. That meeting specifically around butts. <laughs> Whether they'd have lion butts or not. This is too graphic. We can't have a this crack. This is too that's inappropriate. We can't have that. doesn't we matter can show these animals death. wouldn't be able to move realistically without this. No, no, nah. she's fine. Or just live. <laughs> like, <laughs> you can't live without a butt. Like, I'm sorry. <laughs> You can't. No, but the children. But the children. the children. We can add the word fart back in. That actually also really annoyed me. I was like, no, that's the whole joke of the song is that he doesn't say it. <laughs> there's a lot of fart jokes in The Lion King. Yeah, there um, is a lot. But, yeah. but there's no butt, the so I don't know how anyone can fart. But no like, it's very unusual. It's logistical choice. nightmare. And I think – and that's part of the reason why Be Prepared was edited because they're like, hmm – Nazi undertones. But you can do it without Nazi undertones. You don't have to make the hyenas goose step. Like, you can change that. That's fine. I'm fine with that change. Uh, but it, it was so restricting. But then also weirdly self-restricted where they're like, we can't do that. Yeah. And look, yes, oh, my God. I just anime- remembered. What? I just can't wait to be king. <laughs> just walking around a waterhole for five minutes instead of these beautiful animal towers and like oh, and a big nod to the beautiful wax prints. Yeah, that are so famously. African. But nah, we'll just have them walking through a waterhole. Again, limiting, and they're just like themselves. Oh, the animals didn't do anything cool. No, that was real disappointing. Mate, that's one of my favorite scenes. It is a great scene. And but without all the fun, 
Yeah. It took the fun out of it. I mean, I could see where they were trying to go with it, but it just didn't land. Didn't go anywhere. I think it needed to go further. Yeah. If they and had the lions jumping around on the animals' backs and again, like, again, you know, they kept going. Oh no, it's not realistic. Um, but then weirdly, yeah, not giving them yeah. a bodily function. Um, so, but also like, if you're gonna make it that realistic, they can't talk anyway. So why even make the movie? Well, why make just them watch some David Attenborough? Just watch exactly. a documentary. And that's the thing too with the voice acting. And, and it took me, I reckon, about three quarters of the movie minimum mm. to get used to it. Was that the voices sound so disconnected from to the body. To the body because mm. their mouths, like they, like a real lions don't talk with human voices. What? I know. This is brand new information. <laughs> I'm here to educate people. <laughs> and so their mouths don't. Uh, no, they're move. not built. They're not built. To have well, a human voice come from them. <laughs> so look, cool. In an animation or even in, and we were watching some of Narnia and the, and the Aslan. Yeah. Um, Lion. Which which they nailed. Oh, that was so. Looking back on it now, after seeing Lion King, I'm like, that's how they should have. That's done how it. they should have done it because he had so. He still looked like a real lion. Like oh, hundred percent. Like real you weren't lion. like, oh, that's not a real lion. Like you knew, you knew it was like a little bit of poetic license, but the voice sounded like it. It genuinely came from yeah. his body. Well, and like, because that's what we're just looking at. It's the way the mouth moves, right? Because in Lion King, their mouths kind of like half moon like that. Like, because I mean, obviously just, you can't see me. With but like their mouths only move half a bit, not like as a full no, range of motion. Exactly. Whereas as Land's animation did have his whole like jaw yeah, moving. Yeah, and, and he had a lot more um, animation and, and movement in his in eyes, eyes and all of that rest of it. And they used his body language incredibly effectively. Mm. Because um, they exaggerated it that little bit, whereas in the Lion King it was like mm, no real lions, and it was just it was restricting and it was mm. distracting because. Yes. And this is the thing with with animation in, and this is you know right back where it started with Toy Story is that they chose animals because they have a plastic machine because they had, hadn't at the time. Yeah. They weren't able to create humans super effectively in a way that yeah. the brain is going to go, yes, that's a that's human a being human. and I accept that. Um, and that's this weird place for CGI. And they've gone so far now that, cool, they can really create these things that look very, very convincing to our brain. Yeah. And it's very, very hard there's like teeny tiny little things that you're like, my, I know that's not because I've seen real animals in real life. Yeah. But that's pretty, pretty damn close. Mm. Um, but as soon as they started speaking, it was like, it was jarring. Yes. It felt very like, ooh. It like removed you from the magic. And look, to be fair, Circle of Life was very beautiful. I liked Circle of Life. I was like, oh, yes, because... Like, the, again, the animals weren't really talking. It was like that narration over them. Yeah. And I didn't mind for Circle of Life because it's such an iconic scene, them keeping it very similar. Mm. I was like, okay, well, you can start out with that beautiful homage to the original. Mm. And, again, yes, the animals looked beautiful and great, excellent. And then you get to the next scene where they start talking and it's like, ooh. And I feel like ooh. if they had just done that, just that one scene, <laughs> I'd be I happy. would have been like, cool, that was cool to see. Oh, that like like that. That's really nice. And look, maybe part of me would be like, mm, I wonder what the rest of it would look like if it was done like that. Yeah. But <sighs> it just was so jarring. These voices that didn't connect, and so you spend half your time trying to make the voices connect with the body. So mm. then, of course, you're not connecting with the character because you're so 
just yeah, uncomfortable with off. this. It's throwing you off. And your buy-in isn't there, um, which has made it really frustrating. Yeah. And I mean, again, like, yes, if you're watching an actual nature documentary and those lions start talking, you'd be like, what the hell's going on? <laughs> like, it doesn't work. Yeah. Like, that's why documentaries of lions just have a voiceover because it doesn't work if the animals were to speak. Exactly. And again, like you were saying, like their actions, they make them so realistic, but then you make them so they can't do anything expressive. And it was interesting because I was reading again some things about what they said and they're like, oh, because the faces didn't show us much emotion because they're real animals. Mm. We tried to express it with their body language. I'm like, I got... None of that. <laughs> I got absolutely none of that. And I like how they're like, mm, yeah, nah, the face isn't giving us much. Yeah. Should that not be the first warning sign when you're like, oh, no, the body is going to give you the character. <laughs> but then the bodies didn't. No, like they, they didn't. Just, mm. More so for the younger lions, like young Simba and young Nala. Yeah. Obviously, they because younger lions are more you know, playful and jumping around, whatever. I felt like yeah. they were a little bit more expressive in their bodies. And they could do sad a bit more with their, like, I think because there's a proportionally their, yeah. their body size to their, their head size. <laughs> could, yeah, but they could more easily express those yeah. emotions by because it, the the action looks bigger because it's proportionally yeah. So I felt for them it, it didn't work as badly. But then when you got to, yeah, adult lines and then also all the – the female lions, like the pride, Nala, Sarabi and whatever, they mm. all just look the same as well. Like they're not – you don't get that distinctiveness that you get from that hand-drawn yeah, animation where, you, where they can make distinct characters. And they can also um, make them slightly different colours and stuff. Yeah, too. give them that variation. Yeah. Whereas like with that it was just kind of like, oh, okay. Sure. Right. That's a character. Cool. I guess. And there was other stuff that wasn't even anything to do with the animation but to mm. do with the storytelling – that was incredibly yeah. frustrating. Yeah. Um, and again, I think it was that like, mm, let's try and make some things different, but it just was like weird. The one that really stuck out with me was Rafiki. Oh. It changed a lot of Rafiki. I don't get what they did with him. Like they reduced him, but then just like brought him back, but like you hadn't got any. There was just a lot like, of weird stuff going on. There was on. no like impact of like why Rafiki is important. He didn't sing his cool Rafiki song and him over the head with the stick. He didn't. He, he didn't have the stick. No, he didn't even have. He his didn't stick. have his stuff. And then he went. And then that whole conversation that's meant to be like the turning point. Yes. From Act Two to Act Three, the the turning point. Mm. And he didn't have his stick. He didn't hit him. He didn't even have that conversation. And then later on, so you've never seen him with this stuff, which you know yes. is an original movie watcher that he has. And then at the yeah. end, he's like pulling it There's out of the tree. This big dramatic. And then he's like, my old friend. I'm like, we don't know. We have no history. We don't history. know it's your old friend. We've never seen you with we this We don't before. know your story. Unless I've seen the original movie, I don't understand that. And that is bad storytelling. Yeah. It's the same with the Harry Potter movies, which I do yeah. not like. It is because if you can, can't watch a movie and if you... If you can watch a movie and you don't understand what's going on without reading the original text. Then it's not good. Then you're not doing your job. No. And I'm sorry, that old, my old friend, no, there was no context for that. There was absolutely yeah. nothing leading to that moment. So it was empty and dead. Yeah. I was like, this is not. And then at the end, it was like, that's the moment he gets the stick to like hit some hyenas. That's, yeah, that, that was, was it. The that big was the moment. point of the stick. Not like, I'm going to get this so that I can teach 
Simba who he is and no. get him to take responsibility no, so and teaching him. No, so hit a hyena <laughs> on the head, which you could do with look, literally let's any be other honest, stick. Baboons are very vicious. I don't think you need a stick. <laughs> like if we're talking realistic animal representations, <laughs> he'd just be ripping into it with his mouth. We'll just fling some poo. Yeah. I mean, come on. But oh, grab no a butts, stick. sorry. No butts. No butts. You can't no fling poo. poo. There's no butts. <laughs> But this is the thing, they stick so rigidly to their animal realism. But then also it's like, well, monkeys don't christen lions. <laughs> so why have we got realism that? And storytelling. That whole Simba fur montage. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Where it's just like, and that was the other weird thing that they decided oh to do. Rather than changing scenes, they like made all the interlude bits, all the little in between in between bits like really long, long like unnecessarily long yeah and just like hmm, look at this cool animation we can do guys and i i mean the fur you know i love a bit of a representation of the ecology <laughs> of a system i mean i won't lie i enjoy that but this was 100 percent unnecessary and the thing is it's meant to be carried on the wind and then he gets it and he, f- and he feels it, mm, fur, and then smells it, right? Yeah. And he goes, oh, that's, that's Simba. Distinctively Simba. Yeah. But in this new live action. <laughs> He's just like. It had been in poo. You wouldn't smell it. For a significant amount of time. So it would, one, smell like poo. <laughs> <laughs> to put Which it politely. Which I don't know how they created that poo. Because there's no butts. Because there's no butts. <laughs> but anyway. And then. It would have been clumpy and like stuck together. It wouldn't have had that. And it'd also have all other animal smells and like. And so it wouldn't have flown very well at all because it would have been all clumpy anyway. And then it wouldn't have had Simba's smell on it anymore because it would have been so masked by everything else. Maybe Rohiki's just that good. So again, it was was an addition not to further the story, not to assist the story. And not even to like fill a plot hole. The reason they did it, because I I looked it up afterwards because I was like, what's going on with this scene, right? So the reason they decided to extend it is because they're like, oh, Timon and Pumbaa are all about like, oh, life's a line, not the circle of life, fucking Mictard or whatever. So they're like, we wanted to extend it to show... The circle of life. <laughs> <laughs> that's it. That's what sure. I read. Sure. That's, that's what, what I, I got from that scene. And the I was like, circle of life. But uh, Timon and Pumbaa aren't there. Like, how are they learning from that? But the circle they're of not, life. <laughs> they're not learning from it. It's about life and death yeah. of creatures. No, it's about fur traveling now. <laughs> <laughs> but, like, it's the about draft, the draft didn't. Eat another creature that it. No, no, no. It's about the circle of. It's the symbolism. You don't understand. <laughs> Obviously, I'm not sophisticated enough, enough to understand to it. And understand I'm sure the children that. who were really. Again, at the end of the day, it is the target demographic. Is it children? Would the children get that? No. no. 100% no. But who is the target demographic for See, this? See, that's movie? a good point because obviously the original is a children's movie yes this is i mean obviously it's still a children's movie but it's trying to capitalize on the adults who you know grew up and loved disney for a cash grab so i don't know it would be interesting to see what children's reaction to it is yes because again and this is what i have said if i had never seen the original lion king if i had never seen it if i hadn't grown up loving it would I like this movie more? Probably. Mm. Yeah. 
Probably you don't because, have any preconceived because you've notions. not got that preconceived notion. I've not got a comparison to it. Yeah, the music is still all the underscoring of the music's beautiful. Yes, the songs that are there are still the same songs. Like Circle of Life is still a stunning opening number. Mm. Um, so as the children who are going in and seeing this for the very first time, would they like it more? Yes. Would they probably be more confused because could the children differentiate between the lines because they're all so similar? You know, Simba was – all the lions had this beautiful distinctive look in the original Mm. one. So you like that Simba. Whereas like Simba and Nala are in there and if I'm a small child, I don't know what's going on. I'm like, wait, what? what, what?" And I was going to say in in the hand-drawn animation medium, but really in in animation you have got so much – so many options for visual storytelling. And the visual storytelling in Lion King is beautifully done. Mm. And when they decided to make this a realistic version, mm. they just boxed themselves in. Yeah. And if you're telling a story to kids, you need those visual <laughs> storytelling elements to help bolster where the kids won't necessarily get yeah. the meaning from it from the dialogue. Mm. They might get the gist, but they're not going to get the undertone. So that's why you need the colouring. You need the really... You need the expression yeah, you in need, their faces. You need that so that kids kind of get and understand that story. And I feel like as a child, you would get lost in this one. Yeah. Because it's too... I mean, Scar, it looks just like he doesn't care about anything. Yeah. And he's just like listlessly looks like oh, oh, just no, walking no, around. No. And so <laughs> like you don't get that um the snarkiness, the smarminess, you don't get that from this yeah. scar. Um and that the exaggerated mo- emotions is what kids need to really comprehend. So yeah. I think would they have gone on oh, this really pretty oh it's cute lions and they're doing things, yeah, cool. But would they have really gotten the story? I don't know. But then there's also the thing that it's like it's kind of too realistic in a way for kids. I'm trying to think of what I'm I'm trying to say. Mm. Like if when it's a real animal attacking another real animal, yes, it's a lot more scary for a kid as well. Yeah, when like because you wouldn't show your kid a documentary of lions going and hunting down a zebra in real <laughs> life. You gotta wait till they're a bit older. But yeah. you know because it's it's too real for them to process. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's what animals do. Mm. Um, so by making it so real as well, I don't know if the appeal is as much to kids. I mean, obviously, I don't have a focus group of children that I've interviewed, but <laughs> <laughs> I'm just speaking on behalf of all yeah. children. But then again, like you know, the students at at school, which I teach, love it. A lot of them have really enjoyed it. Wow. So, but I mean, you know, is their comprehension high? <laughs> maybe, maybe not. And I and I think too, part of that is, um, like you said, <laughs> preconceived notions, mm. and and kids do see things differently. And I guess they're a little bit less jaded. Mm. Um, but and, and again, I uh, friends that I know have seen it and enjoyed it. Our other friend we saw it with enjoyed the movie, and I, other people I've talked spoken to have, and they're like, well, you know, like I haven't watched Lion King as much. So if you don't love the original as much, maybe it's not. Mm. as jarring Mm. and I think too you've got to think of the and I was reading it and one of our beautiful um fans on the on the Facebook actually posted an article about the original animators Mm. of the original Lion King yes and how and their feelings on it and how they felt and the thing is with Lion King is that it was not the it project when it was originally being created it was like the lesser project (laughs) 
It was because like mm, you're not good enough on being, this one. Proconis was being developed, and that was like the more sophisticated intellectual project in their yeah. eyes. And so the people working on the Lion King were the less experienced, the less um, like celebrity animators. Like they yeah. were, and they they loved the project, they loved the movie, and they worked very very hard on it, and they poured their heart and soul into it. Mm. And it's because of that. I believe that the movie was being so successful yeah. because it was it was a love job. It was made with love. Yeah. And um and it wasn't made because again it had that opinion of being the lesser project. So it wasn't like they were doing it for money or glory. They were doing it for the love of the story they and to it, tell making it. something mm. new and exciting and um, pushing the limits. And so it had this magic. Mm. And now it's being recreated and these people who have poured their heart and soul in it are going, well, how is that okay? Because sure, it is shot. There are shots that are shot for shot. Exactly. So it's like you're just essentially – it's like <laughs> tracing my work. It's plagiarism um, essentially. Yeah. And look, sure, if you're working for Disney, Disney owns and they can do what they want with it. Yes. Yes. Okay. On paper. Legally, that's Legally, that's we fine. understand that. But there's also like the moral and ethical yeah, you know, responsibilities of that. And the fact that this is a, a job of love and that pe- – and it's nothing against the new animators. Again, work is yes, work. They're doing, doing their job. job whatever. Doing no what no hate to them. But as a company, to be like, we're just going to rehash this work mm. that has been lovingly created and we're just going to redo it just to show how amazing we are. And it did – it really didn't. And there's been reviews that said it just feels like – a technical demonstration. And and from a technical animation point of view, it's stunning. Yes. There are some really, the really technically Some things I'm like, wow, that like things. looks just like it. It's great. But again, if it looks just like the scenery in Africa, why not just actually film scenery? And anyway. But why, if you're just going to retell a story exactly the same, why retell it at all? Why yeah. change something that was so iconic? Um and look, I don't have the same hate for some of the other live actions. Yes. And I say some because <laughs> we we know you're feelings. not a fan of some. So, but I mean, Aladdin, I didn't mind in terms of that they did change it up. And also, some of it I don't think worked, but I, I appreciated that it was different. Aladdin slash Arabian Night slash that, that whole canon yeah. has been retold in various forms by yeah. other people. That's the same as Cinderella. Cinderella has been told mm, by that's probably heaps of different people. Um, oh, and it was beautiful. And mm. it was before I think they were just doing them like uh, officially. Yeah. Um, and again, we're used to Cinderella being retold in different so, ways so many. by different people, mm. not just Disney. And so we're already kind of prepped for that. This story being iconically Disney, mm. created by Disney, um, and it hasn't been retold. It just seems, like you said, unnecessary. Mm. Um, well, I mean, you you can argue, obviously, that Lion King is just a plot of Hamlet. Oh, so look, in terms it definitely of borrowed, like, and a lot of biblical undertones, and a and lot of that. Like, so that's what I mean. Like, the plot itself is not. A groundbreaking plot. No, no. So what made it so special was all everything they did with the plot. Mm, exactly. So that's what I mean. When you just keep the plot and take out those other elements, well, why do – why? And could, could you not have chosen to retell the story in a different way? Exactly. Do it reimagining of Hamlet some other – like, you know, like there's mm. plenty of other options that you could have – 
used. And again, it comes back to that intention, doesn't it? And the motivation to create the movie in the first place. Yeah. And and if the intention is not pure, and in my opinion, the intention to make this movie was not pure. Mm. It was motivated by greed and money. And I understand that if you are a company, and I, and I know this as someone who's run community companies before, you have to make money. Yeah. And if you want to do the fun stuff, if you want to be creative, if you want to take risks, if you want to tell new stories, you have to be profitable. Because yeah. at the end of the day, if you, do, if you don't have money, can't you can't do anything. Can't do anything. Mm. So I understand that. But it's not like Disney is an indie company. Disney is incredibly <laughs> successful. Yes. And makes a lot of money and has absorbed a whole lot of bank from a lot of other um, franchises. Franchises. It's not like they're money poor. Yeah. And but also, obviously, I don't know, this film, I think, compared to other live actions, which you may or may not agree with, but they definitely did different things. This definitely feels like the laziest out of all of their live actions. Oh, by far. But also it's lazy in terms of how it's put to in terms of things but it's also very technical and time consuming and expensive yes i'm like i don't know how you can invest that much money and skills and resources and still end up with something that's such a a lazy product yeah which i think is what annoyed me the most lazy and heartless Mm. just didn't have the same heart and and so it just seemed yeah vapid and just yeah, like I said, unnecessary. Yeah, that's our feelings. There's been a lot of them. Do you know what I've just remembered? <laughs> what? Mufasa's oh my cloud. God, cloud. <laughs> He's not even a. a oh, I can't even. I'm too exhausted. <laughs> just let's just have a cloud that lightnings up oh. because we couldn't have an actual lion face in the cloud because that's too much. Too much. That goes in the category of animal butts. <laughs> it's too much. Because, <laughs> because it's got to be real. We can yeah. have this hair go on a journey for it's half an hour, but we can't have. And, and the, I think the choice for that is really weird. And look, I'm, I am doing that thing where I'm kind of like thinking out loud as I go. But like the fact that they're like, mm, it's too far to have a hyper-realistic version of Mufasa yeah. made out of clouds. So we'll just have normal clouds have the lightning through. So, so it just it just it just raises a lot of questions because Why? like in the original movie you have him in the clouds so you kind of like okay so you've got two choices either Simba is just um, imagining imagining it. that mm-hmm. that that's happening or, or it is really happening in this world when Mufasa is like they live in the the, the yeah. past kings live in the stars and they look down on us they communicate so either it's just Simba having a little moment. And imagining or, it, or it happens, this happens in reality in, in this world. world. So the fact that we have this hyper-realistic version, right, oh, mm. it's real, and then they decided to go against having the actual outline of Mufasa and just do this lightning cloud thing, it puts it in a real, again, in a really weird space, but even weirder. Yeah. Because if it was an actual proper outline of Mufasa, then it's pretty like, mm, this is just him having a little moment. Yeah. But because I had the lightning through, it's like, okay. But what? So is, is it this a Mufasa? Is it not? Is it real? Is it real? Is it, is it not real? Yeah. I don't know. And I think in the original, you can go either way and yeah. it's fine. It's very, very clear. You could go, he's imagining it or it really happens in this in this world. One or the other. Either cool. way, tracks. But then that one's really weird. It's like, okay, is he just seeing lightning and then just pretending? Yeah. Or is that really happening? But it's a lot less 
It just it doesn't make sense. It just, it just doesn't. It's a it's weird again, choice. It's a decision that they've made to keep it hyper realistic and then it just doesn't work. Because again, it's a it's a fantastical moment. Yeah. It's a supernatural again, moment. Though, if we're keeping it hyper realistic, a lion would eat a meerkat. Maybe he's hungry. <laughs> if we're keeping it in realism, he's not gonna eat a bug <laughs> instead of these beautiful, delicious snacks that are in front of him. He's so, not No, nah, but this bug will satisfy my animal instinct. <laughs> no. There's a lot of things. And again, we could talk about again, the I, biological inaccuracies and I for think ages. The, and this is the line that we walk now because we've got to this point with CGI animation that we can make things mm. very realistic. But should we? But should we? Yeah. And that's the question. And I think and that I is think the question. it's not necessarily all Lion King. There's other movies that are guilty of it. But it's just and opening up that conversation. Also, you know, remember when mm, – mention another thing i try to repress but the hobbit remember how they came up with the new mm. frame rate and mm. it was like really really it was the closest thing to like real life that cinema has ever yeah. achieved and i remember i went to the movies and watched it um and i remember it was again it was very unsettling mm. because when you go to watch a movie you are kind of well you want to watch something that's not real life no, you know it's not real. You want it you to be fantastical. Want it to be real. You want it. You know it's not real. You want to have that separation. And when it's too close, it was just it was disconcerting. Yeah. And I feel like this is the this is the place where we're reaching with this type of animation, where it is so real that our brain wants to accept it. Um, yet the whole reason that we go and see movies is to escape. Yeah. So so and and there's so much freedom in those elements of animation where we do make it less than real. We do exaggerate mouth movements and, and all that. And, and part of that is that escapism that we need and we want. That's why we have creative mm. arts. That's why we have this type of expression. And I think we're getting to that point where it's just because we can doesn't mean we should. Mm. And I think we're going to lose a lot of fin- – really, really wonderful storytelling elements and the magic of that if we go down that hyper Yeah, it'll be path. interesting to see what path Disney takes <coughs> down now, I think. And again, that will be a whole other episode when we talk about all of the live actions. Yeah, as a, as a whole. As a whole. But it'll <sighs> be interesting to see where they go from Lion King. Because there's definitely been mixed reviews of Lion King out there yeah. in terms of general reception, not just us. I mean, no. I know they will take our opinions very seriously. Oh, well, we are the most important. We opinion, will, obviously. you know, be getting a direct line to them shortly. <laughs> um, but yes, I think that will be interesting yeah. to see how it goes, and I hope it goes back to you know what made Disney special, rather than yeah, just this. Knockoff that doesn't really this bring anything. This corporation, which yeah. is very. Mm. And again, you know, people have to make money. Sure, at the end of the day, that's why people are doing business. Yeah, cool. That's cool. That's fine. But, but if I that's all there is, then Disney's going to lose its heart very quickly. I think. Exactly, and and dis- the heart of Disney is what's brought it back. Mm. When it was on the brink, that's what brought it back. Of destruction is that that hard and that special thing that Disney does and does time and time again, and that is why it's gotten to this point where it is such a huge 
machine mm. because of that, because of that unique Disney factor um, that is really special. And I, and I think it's that space, isn't it, where you try and take something that happened organically yeah, and try and to manufacture, it. Mm. Ma- manufacture and replicate it. And we see, it's I mean, look, cinema is moving to a lot of remakes, oh, yeah, which yeah. is That's a all whole thing. Remakes and sequels. And there's a whole thing about that we won't get into <laughs> um but it is that there's some movies and 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 disney has many of them where when creating it you don't know what it is yeah and you don't know how it's going to work and it just it happens all together and get a group of amazing people together really creative wonderful at what they do they get excited about a project they kick things around these things happen organically um and then it touches people people yeah. are really affected by it and when you try and isolate those things and just churn it out in a very yeah. mechanical way, it's never going to be received as well. No. It's and that is not. the problem. Mm. Because like, oh, well, that was successful. We want to make money. How do we – what do we take from that? How do we recreate that? Yeah, we'll take this bit from that, this bit from that. But you can't, bit, you can't recreate that heart. You no. just can't do it. So, look, she's the thing. That's our feelings. Oh, one last – quick point oh we yes. do need to wrap it up can you feel the love tonight <laughs> not can you feel the love today correct because it takes moisture but in you, the day you rather than the night it. can you feel the love right That's let's quickly record that it. get that to disney off we go <laughs> they'll love it they'll love it so that let's <sighs> leave you guys on that look i feel I feel very <laughs> like I've just spilled a lot of emotions. I feel like we've out. got it all out off our chests and we put it out there and I, I don't can never have to watch the movie again now. Well, that's true. I'll go back and watch the original. and Will this be, be my last rant about this movie? No. No. <laughs> Not by far. But However, that's it. But let there. us know your feelings. Yeah, look, Do you maybe agree with us? Do you think... We are the fools. <laughs> are and we that you love it. The fools who do not understand their deep intellectual the deep properties. Meaning. Of this so movie. you yes. let us know. Was that hair scene your favourite? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we'll be having words if it was, but do I mean, you, let us know. Do you want to hashtag bring back the butts? Bring back the butts. Or do you want to? Are you okay? With are you okay with no butts? No butts. Do you think butts would have offended you? <laughs> <laughs> These are the deep intellectual conversations <laughs> we were willing to have. Oh, but yeah, let us know. Let us know. We, we'll be posting memes about it. There's of course a lot. we will. We've got them saved up. We're and ready I'm for it. And I'm prepared for all array of opinions. So bring them in. Like, look, yeah. we're just two people. Are we? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, this is bigger than this us. This is bigger than us. This is bigger than us. So and let us we're know. We're all part of the Disney family. If your kids really loved it yeah. and it's their new favourite movie, let us know. Yeah. We'll discuss how to re-educate your children. Yeah, we, we will develop a program <laughs> but, for them. But that's fine. <laughs> but, you know, let us know. Um, <laughs> that's it. Yeah, that's it. I'm done. Lion King. Lion King. 2019, let's close the door on it. <laughs> Get in the bin. <laughs> in the bin. <laughs> in the bin, officially, uh, never to be seen again. <laughs> and on that note. Farewell. Farewell. <laughs>
Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.